It's that time of the month. Yo. 2020 edition. Peak in the mic too. <laughs> Welcome to Def 2020. Yeah. Defcon. And Defcon. <laughs> Defcon 2020. <laughs> no, no, no. Welcome. Welcome to the monthly at Winifred's. Here's a full year. Here's a candle. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Yeah. The new year. First episode of the new year of a new decade. Yep. Holy shit. Very awesome. Um, we are a little late, unfortunately, but we we've been extremely busy. We've been, both of us have been so, so busy and f- mostly for good reasons. Yes. So, uh, but we're here now and we're finally recording. Yay. It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be a fun one. Yep. Um, so let's just tell everyone exactly how busy we've been. Yes. And try not we'll try not to uh <laughs> go on for too much because because no. <laughs> both i feel like both you and i could take up a whole episode of just what we've just done. catching up <laughs> just what we've done in january because it's been that kind of a month uh-huh. um yes fulia yes take us through your january 2020 all right so uh started off the year in warnable was uh celebrating new years with a good friend of mine and i was there for a few days drove back um, went cherry picking with the girls, our annual cherry picking day. Nice. Um, loaded up on a lot of cherries. Um, again, I, I think I had the most cherries that I went home with. Oh, congratulations. The amount, the most that I've picked. <laughs> and I think three quarters of that went to my belly. <laughs> Good. So it <Yes>. should. <laughs> um, and then what else did we, what else did I do? Been doing a lot of, um, a lot of work with the crew at uh, Writer's Block Theatre. So yes. we started off the year with final rehearsals, um, going through um, some tech runs, uh, finalising props and set pieces. Um, what else have I been doing? I've been working as per usual in my security work. I've been doing the tennis. Yeah. Working the tennis. The Australian oh. Open. Yes, so the Australian Open just finished. Yes. Um, the weekend just passed on the Sunday. And um, the world knows that... Uh, what's his name, Djokovic? <laughs> what's his name, Djokovic? <laughs> what? Novak, Novak. What's his name, Djokovic? <laughs> no, he's not Novak anymore. Is, what's his name? <laughs> Sorry, I'm tired. It's I've okay. had a it's okay. really full-on week. You have, you have. <laughs> Don't worry, it's fine. Yes. Tired, tiredness makes for uh, more fun, <laughs> I think. Fun, yes. of, fun of podcasting. Uh, um, so yes. Novak Djokovic won yes, the men's singles In grand five final. Sets, yes. Five sets. Five sets. That was a long, long time. <laughs> it was a, what was it, three and a half hours, I think it was? Mm. About. Whew. Big match, big, big yeah. match. Um, but other than that, Midsummer Festival was also, or is still happening actually, uh, at time of recording. Yes, and happy I think, pride everyone. Yes, um, happy pride. The final day of the Midsummer Festival is this weekend coming, mm-hmm. um, this Sunday. And so the last two weeks, both Kendall and I have been working uh, with the Writers Block Theatre. Yeah. Through the two-week season, two weeks. Two week. It was season. Only supposed to be one. Got extended. Yes. Got and... extended by popular demand, and 
ended up smashing it at the box office. <laughs> I, I, I am just like for for the first time that we put on a so theater good. production, we have done well in every night of our performances. Yeah, in terms of audience numbers. Yeah, there was. I don't think there was less than twenty people. No, any night. It was a minimum of twenty. It was people. minimum twenty people every single night. Yeah, and closing night ended up with over 50 nearly 60 yeah it was like nearly three quarters full yeah our first night was sold, sold out. out people had to get turned away yep people couldn't come in it's i'm that's uh, it's, yeah. it's it's incredible it's such a great I'm, feeling and it's uh, also it's it's also like i had this feeling of like I, I just couldn't believe that's happened. Yeah, yeah. I still feel like it hadn't happened yet. It's still coming. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. I kind of, after talking to Wayne on a podcast called Fred about it. Yes. Uh, yeah. It just do, does seem to be the vibe of it's, it's surreal. It's, yeah. you know, it doesn't seem right. Like, why are you coming to watch our show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> out of everybody else's shows that are on at Midsummer. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's so wonderful and it's so well deserved. Definitely, definitely. A brilliant show with brilliant performances. Yes. Beautifully written, as I've said. Like it's yeah, for anyone listening that got a chance to check out the show, yeah. Mm. Um, you'll you'll understand what I'm saying. Yes, but it's just so it's, it's really wonderful story, you know. I'd like to just say a big congratulations and well done to yes. Wayne Stellini yes. and Philip Hunting for brilliant producing yes. and taking the show. Yeah, absolutely. That was awesome. Yes, he yes. did really well yep. for a first time techie. Yeah. He nailed it. He absolutely nailed it. Yes, I'm, with I'm with equipment proud. that we're not familiar familiar with yeah but sort of familiar with okay <laughs> so he did really well well done philip um and wayne my goodness what a story you have written yeah and your direction was mm-hmm. amazing yep the yep. boys on stage did a phenomenal job oh, brilliant every night every night was better was better yeah. and better mm-hmm. and yeah it was it was so good to yeah. see so good yeah. yeah we are so so proud not only to be involved but just proud of the people that have created this exactly fantastic uh story yes and brought it to life on the stage like, exactly just, yeah yeah big ups to everyone involved with, definitely with the boy i paid for and hopefully uh it'll get to come back at some point down oh, the track. we but never who, know who knows let's see what happens who knows <laughs> we will we'll, I, I hope it does because i really want to see it again yeah I, even though i <laughs> even though i watched it five times i don't care i want more yeah i want more <laughs> yes um i've also been uh playing ice hockey um i've well i don't know what else i've done it's been such a long month yeah um yeah i think for me, the major um, the major thing was pretty much the boy I paid for um, show run, and obviously and the, the tennis. Tennis. Yep. My last shift running for thirteen and a half hours. <laughs> I finished at two a.m. Did not get home till three. No. Uh, I was not bed. I was not in bed until just before four a.m. Yikes! Yeah. Big yikes! <laughs> and that was the first time I've ever worked the tennis on the final day and right up until end of play. Mm. Every other time, I either <laughs> ended up cancelling because I was sick. And I just didn't have the strength to go to work. Um, or I was just not available to work it. Okay. Um, but yeah. this time I got to experience it. 
Yeah. I have to say for my body physically was not fun, <laughs> but it was still, a di- it was worth being there because you get to see, you know, the fans going nuts yeah. for their favorite players. And yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a great environment to be in. So I'm, I'm happy that I, I at least worked it. <laughs> Good. Yes. Good to hear. Um, Last but not least, I'm going to have to say... I don't know why that's popped up. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just... That's okay. Feel free to edit this out for you. <laughs> or leave it in. Leave it in there. For some kind of Where? weird entertainment value. Yeah. Or maybe some kind of FOMO thing. <laughs> last but not least, I am extremely tired because the last two nights I've been playing ice hockey. Yes, you have. <laughs> yes. So the... For the game that we that uh, I played on Monday night was a rescheduled game from last month. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, last month the rink was fogged out, so we could not play and it had to be cancelled. Boo earned. Yes, so we got to replay that game uh, Monday, which was a one-all draw. So it was a very tough battle um, yeah, to get there. That is a tough one, uh, especially with the number of players we had. We only had eleven skaters plus a goalie. Oh wow! Yeah, we, and that. So it was like two lines of forwards, two lines of defense. We were rotating every like 30 seconds. Oh my God. Because we needed to get out there and come off and make sure we had fresh legs and that we didn't exert too much energy out on the ice. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And because it was a Monday night, like who the hell was going to rock up at 10 p.m. for a game on a Monday night? No one. It's too late. <laughs> too late for your hockey. No, exactly. Why? <laughs> the game before us was uh, Marie's team, and she also played that that night as well with her team, and they ended up with the same number of skaters as well. Because oh, wow. like, it's 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 a really late game. They they gave us the rescheduled time like a week ago. And so, yeah, it was sort of out of whack for us. And not everybody was able to to, to play. Um, but nevertheless, last night, well, Tuesday nights, I should say, uh, we played again on our regular time slot. And we won 5-2 against Marie's Woo! team. <laughs> you beat Marie. Oh, was there some friendly rivalry going on? on the, oh, on she's, the she's cool. She's cool yeah, with it. <laughs> She's very cool. Yeah, lady. yeah, she's she's fine. <laughs> um, there were quite a few trips and falls, <laughs> but you know, and hits. Oh boy, were there hits! <laughs> Some cheap shots <laughs> by my own teammates. <laughs> oh wow, brutal! Ah uh, yes, I got hit by a puck uh, in my oh, leg. Yep, very nice bruise yeah, happening right now. I've seen the bruise. It's not. <laughs> it's not good. Well, it's not black. It's yes. It's red. It's, Yes, but it doesn't look great. Yeah, it is kind of painful. It's, yeah. But it will heal. It will be fine. It will be fine. It's just, yeah. Yeah. The pitfalls of the, of of (laughs) hockey. Oh, look, it comes with the sport. It does. (laughs) I can't avoid it. No. I'm either going to fall, I'm going to be hit by someone, or I'm going to be hit by a puck or a stick. So it's going to happen. It's just going to, yeah. It's going to happen. It's just. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. Inevitable. And yes. okay. over to you, and Kendall. Over to me. <laughs> well, how has your month been? <laughs> um, yes, no, month has been good. Month has been very good. Uh, starting off 2020, 
um, I went to a New Year's party that was 80s themed and I had, had an amazing night. That sounds like fun. It was so good. I, I really, was... I honestly, if I had have planned it better and if, and if I didn't, if I wasn't living with parents, I would have had a themed party and it would have been a 19, 1920s. Oh, that's okay. For the, 2020. The 20s are going for another 10 years. Yeah, so well, that's true. So plenty I've still of time. got a chance. <laughs> plenty of time for a 20s themed party. Don't you worry about that. Um, but an 80s theme 80s party themed. seemed like so much fun. It was great. It was so much fun. Uh, yeah, we all dressed up. I was like a glam rocker, sort of hair metal rocker almost. Did I don't you know. have the big hair? I had my, well, I let my hair go completely natural and frizzy. <laughs> um, I'm <laughs> blessed. Um, <laughs> with crazy hair that belongs in the 80s, not right now. <laughs> um, yes, and that was great. And two of my friends uh, dressed up as fitness instruction, uh, instructors. Oh, with the leotards and everything? With, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, wow. Like, it was... Yeah, they went. They went full. fluoro. Fluoro, yeah. Ah. Fluoro shorts and wristband, <laughs> like sweatbands and yeah. everything. Yeah, even a handlebar mustache. One of them purposefully <laughs> shaved their beard to look like a yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it was. It was amazing. Uh, and then yeah, a couple of the girls that I went with, one was dressed up. Uh, like Stranger Things style, basically not as anyone specific, but just kind of that aesthetic. Okay, okay. And she looked really funky, and uh, and another one was dressed up as Flash Dance kind of thing. Oh, of course, Jennifer Beals Flash yeah. Dance, uh, leg warmers and everything, yeah. and off the shoulder. Yeah, so it was yeah, it was great. We danced to music, you know, all through was the it night. Eighties music, all eighties music. Yes. Second song of the night on the dance floor was Billie Jean. Hey. Let the record show that I I started the dance floor because no one was up. As soon as Billie Jean came on, I moonwalked onto the floor <laughs> and everybody yes. came. Yes. Like, moonwalk on. That's the power of Michael Jackson <laughs> at work, everybody. Uh, it was, yeah, it was a fantastic night. A really great way to start off the year. Uh, it was a big, big, big night. And then I worked the next day somehow. Oh, gee. Yeah, because I wanted the public holiday money. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we won't talk about that. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So January, apart from apart from kicking it off in 80s style, yeah, being at work, things have very much quietened down after Christmas, which mm-hmm. is kind of nice and kind of, you know, good tra- a good chance to catch up on little things you don't usually get to do when things are crazy, crazy in December. Busy, yeah. So that was good. Uh, it's, yeah, there's been a lot of sales going on as well, on and off. So things have been... Things have been nice. That's good. Work's been pretty good. Yeah. yeah I've been having a good time. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of movies, of course. Yes. A bunch of movies. Uh, in fact, the titular movie for today's upcoming discussion, I have now seen three times. So if I forget anything, I really only have myself to blame. <laughs> um well, I have to say that my month didn't involve any movie watching, unfortunately, because no, I was so busy. So busy. <laughs> Although I did watch and review uh, My Never Totoro, which yes. is a the Fred Watch review is up for you. You all have a look and yes. read. Yes. Um, but I'll mention that again later on. Okay, good. <laughs> it's the only movie I got to watch last month. No, it's okay. It's a good. It's a good movie. I'm yeah. told. Apart from that, I've been watching a lot of TV shows that I've been trying to catch up on for the last week. Nice. <laughs> That's that is good. I've yes. also been watching a lot of TV shows. Mm. Um, but movies. Yeah, I saw Jojo Rabbit, which was oh, amazing. I still need to see that. 
Yeah, it's really, really good. I saw Little Women, which was also very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which is a French film mm. um, about two women who fall in love yep. in like the 1700s, I think it was, in France. Mm-hmm. And it was just gorgeous. One of the most beautiful and also kind of a universal love story as well, because I thought about it after the fact, and if you changed the genders of the two, it would have been the same. Okay. The story wouldn't have changed. It was, yeah, it was an excellent film. I really recommend that one. Um, What else have I seen? I've seen 1917. Yeah, okay. That's probably the only movie that we've seen in January. You saw 1917. This thing forgot. (laughs) Miss thing over here. I'm tired. It's fine. Uh, My my brain is still catching up on sleep. It's okay. (laughs) It's it's all right. That's why I'm here. I got you. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, yeah, 1917 was freaking amazing. Oh, gosh. Really enjoyed that quite Loved a it. bit. Yeah. It was very, very, very good. I'm not a big fan of war films. Yeah. But that movie, holy moly, yeah. just blew my mind. Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's pretty fantastically done. So, yeah, yeah I'm expecting it to walk away with a, a bunch of Oscars next Definitely. week, Definitely. Yes. Uh, and then I have also seen The Irishman on Netflix. Yes, you have. Three and a half hours of, uh. of The Irishman. But <laughs> it was fine. It's it's good. It's, yeah. It was enjoyable. Okay. I don't know if I'll, I'd watch it again. Maybe I will. Uh, but it just was a bit too long. Yeah, no, fair enough. It's the only thing. But yeah, other than, pretty much all the movies I watched in the last month, I really, really liked. Really did like. Um, yes, most of them, probably all of them, were with the wonderful Christina Rogoff. Yay, Christina! <laughs> <laughs> um, and we also ventured into two new bars mm. uh, over the, the last month that we really liked. Um, one was the Gin Palace. Yeah. Um, oh, gin. Yeah. <laughs> biggest selection of gin I've seen. Oh my goodness, you have to take me. It was Take re- me now. <laughs> yeah. And it, you would love it too because it was kind of 1920s thing. <gasps> like it was... It was prohibition. <laughs> it was like prohibition era esque. Oh my of. goodness! It's, it's now I have to go. Yeah, you really, you would really <laughs> like it. It was a really, really pretty place. Okay. Uh, and then we went to Beneath Driver Lane, mm-hmm. um, and encountered the most wonderful bouncer I think I've ever encountered in my life. <laughs> um, he was gorgeous uh, and so friendly. Oh um, hello, hello. <laughs> well, not in that way, but oh, okay. yeah. friendly in a actually friendly way okay. like just a really genuine person that's how security guards should be thank you like me yes like you and like uh like the beneath driver lane bouncer yes yeah. uh yes and that was a really good place it's kind of like a bluesy kind of whiskey themed kind of bar okay yeah and we had a couple of fantastic cocktails Yum. that we can't wait to go back and try again so <laughs> that has been really wonderful um, I will tag along. Yes. <laughs> we'll organize a night of drinking. Yes. Need to do that. Oh, Absolutely I need think to do I that. Need it. Yes. Um, but yeah, I've been catching up with um, other friends as well mm-hmm. between, you know, Christmas and now. And, That's good. Um, do, yeah, doing things, going to Bendigo and coming back and seeing a lot of my close friends and, you know, people I didn't get to see in December. Yeah. Make time for them now and. Um, that's really, really good. So that's been a lot of fun. And then just finishing off January basically with the boy I paid for and yeah. work, working during the day and then going into the city yep, straight after. Yep, that's exactly after. what I did too. We were both doing yep. the same thing. I mean, yeah, it sucked that I couldn't I couldn't do it the first week because I, I was just so busy yeah, during the opening week. But, um, yeah, 
after being an, a proper audience member to watch the show on the mm-hmm. Saturday night and then coming yes. back Monday and helping out for four nights. It was so much fun. And, yep. um, yeah, I really, the butterfly club where, uh, the boy I paid for was put on is yep. such an incredible venue. Uh, and I highly recommend if you've never been check them out. Yeah. It's just go for a drink, watch a show. Yeah. It's such a great vibe. Absolutely. It's a fantastic vibe. Wonderful place. Everyone needs to check it out. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much the summation of my month. It's been, it's been, it's been a busy one, but it's been a good one. Yes. I feel like I don't know where January went. It just, it just happened. (laughs) January was a thing. Uh, and now it's gone. It was like four, it was like four and a half weeks long, but it felt like six months. Because it was just that intense. Uh, but yes, it's fine. And now we it's look fine. at now we look back. We're like, okay, where was January again? <laughs> <laughs> it's February now. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, indeed. Oh, uh, yes. All right. So that's us caught up for the month. Yes. Um, which is excellent. And now I think it might be time to dive into our main discussion topic yeah. for the episode. Holy crap! So um, yes. before New Year's. Kendall and I went yes. to see uh, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Yes, yes. And then Kendall went and saw it another two more times. <laughs> well, or three. What? Okay. You're, I went with you. This was the second. The time. second time. Okay. So that was I the second it. time for her. I went to a mid- <laughs> I went to a midnight screening. Oh, well, that's true. When 12, it actually released. Well, yeah. twelve twenty a.m. screening. Yes. Uh, got home nearly at nearly five in the morning. It, <laughs> hashtag worth it. Um, <laughs> second time was with Fulia yep. and Alex. Yep. And then the third time I went with my friends, Adam and Nuan. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all y'all. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm very well versed in film and fully it's been, it's been a month and a bit uh, yeah, since you've so seen for, it. For me, so, my memory is a bit foggy, but right. I'm pretty sure I remember most of it. We're going to dive in yes. to your responses. So what, what you guys we're thought. actually going, yes, exactly. We're doing a spoiler cast. Spoiler. Yeah. So just, yeah. Heads up. If you haven't seen the movie yet. Stop um, right now. What are you doing? Firstly, really, like, <laughs> stop, stop listening to this. Go, go watch, watch it. it. <laughs> Come back, listen to us. Yes, because uh, we're going to be spoiling everything. We're going to be ruining the movie. Yes, so, we are. So don't, don't come, don't at us. Mm, yeah, uh, on if you social continue. media afterwards. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we asked you guys for your thoughts, your reviews, mm-hmm. what you liked, what you didn't like, yep. and you have delivered some epic-looking answers. That yes. is for sure. Um, so we're going to start with uh, my cousin, actually, uh, Matthew Craven. Hey, Matthew. Hey, Matthew. Um, he says, hey, cuz, man, where do I start? The movie was awesome. A great way to end the Skywalker saga. It doesn't waste any time getting straight into revealing Palpatine is back. Very cool how they had Kylo track him down. Would have been cool to hear the transmission that Palpatine had said, though it's in the game Overwatch, I think, uh, when they did that Star Wars crossover. Oh, okay, didn't know that. Nice mm. little bit of trivia for you guys. Uh, but either way, I love how they address Snoke. Would would have loved to get a hint in Episode Eight just to make the transition between Eight and Nine more seamless. The action is fantastic. Oh, um, I also love the way they incorporated Leia into the story. Felt like um, Carrie was actually there. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm. Uh, That flashback of Leia training with Luke was very sweet. Uh, Glad we saw the green lightsaber again. Hell yes. Mm -hmm. Overall, the movie is my favorite of the new trilogy. Just one complaint was that the final space battle sequence... Oh, sorry. The final... 
<sighs> Just one complaint was that the final space battle seemed a little underwhelming as I was hoping for something similar to the opening battle sequence that was in Revenge of the Sith. Okay, fair call. Mm-hmm. But having Wedge in there as a quick cameo was awesome. Hell yes, it was. Wedge and Tilly's for the win. <laughs> Uh, having Kylo be redeemed was always on my mind, though I would have loved him to go in a, down in a blaze of glory as the big bad, but it was done very well. I also noticed that when I saw the movie that he only says one word after his battle with Rey, that being ouch. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Uh, which is very cool when you think about it because Adam Driver's performance was off tap during this part of the movie. Uh-huh. Though one moment stood out emotionally, and that was Chewie's reaction to Leia passing away. Yes. <sighs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the actual her dying. It got me. It was, yeah, watching Chewie. Chewie react. Oh, oh. Jesus Christ. Um, and Matt continues, OMG, that pulled at the heartstrings. Anyway, I could keep going as there was so much to dive into. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Peace out, cuz, and may the force be with you. Hashtag Tal Winifred. Hashtag Star Wars. Hashtag Rise Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. What a great (laughs) response. I love that. Thanks so much, Matt. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, Yeah, he makes a lot of really good points. He kind of feels very similar to how I kind of feel about it. Yeah. I won't go too much. We won't go too much into our thoughts just yet but mm. um but yeah i really i don't know I, where do i even start yeah the whole palpatine thing's great and yeah the intro was interesting i don't know do we want to start diving in as we go or i can't even remember how we it's been so long <laughs> since we've done a spoiler app, i can't even remember how we usually do them maybe we'll just keep reading yeah and then we'll come back all right all right cool all right fulia who's up next all right so we've got our good friend beck hill beck and she says, I wish, I wish they didn't kiss. Oh, <laughs> no. We got an anti-Raylo. Uh, <laughs> but it was great. Very safe. But as we said the other day, that was because of the backlash of The Last Jedi. Yes. It makes me feel content with how it ended rather than needing more. So it was a good wrap up. Yes. Yeah. We, Beck and I caught up the other day. So that's what she's referring to. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, they had to they had to play it safe, I think, because yeah. of because of the fan response to Last Jedi, which, you know, not to sidetrack off Rise of Skywalker for a second, but after rewatching Last Jedi, like I watched it the week before I saw Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. um, it's not as bad as I thought it was okay. at the time. It actually it's really good on the rewatch. Yeah. Um, it's it's fine as a film. Like it just there's just certain things about it that I wouldn't personally do if I was in charge of writing it or yeah, fair enough. producing it or anything. Um, but for the most part, it's a pretty good film. Okay. And I I think it deserves a bit more credit. It's just literally the only thing, and I, this may be reiterated throughout this whole podcast, but um, the pro- biggest problem is just the fact that they went from J.J. Abrams in Force Awakens to Ryan Johnson for Last Jedi and then back to J.J. Yeah, okay. If it had been J.J. the whole way through, it maybe... It would have been a bit different. The, co- the storyline would have been more cohesive. Mm. It would have flowed better. Because there is a lot of things in Rise of Skywalker that we might talk about that um, are very obvious dig... Or not digs. Sort of digs. Sort of like yeah. little little references, little sass moments to to uh, Last Jedi because they just certain things just a bit jarring. Like with the, you know, f- yeah. For big the biggest example is just Rose Tico not being involved yeah. as much, and then 
in- almost going out of your way to introduce new characters just to kind of put her even more on the sidelines. So, yeah. But anyway, probably more on Rose later. I've got a lot to say about that. Yeah. Thank you very much, Beck. Thanks, Beck. Uh, next up, we have the lovely Jamil Belici. Hey, Jamil. And he says, it's fine. I enjoyed it and had plenty of fun, but it's very generic to the point of sometimes being bland compared to The Last Jedi, which took incredible risks. Yeah. Again, yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that was the, the other thing about Last Jedi is that it was, it did, yeah, kind of, I don't know, do it did things different in terms of Star Wars. Like, yeah. there really isn't any other Star Wars film like Last Jedi, I think, in, the, in terms of its structure and mm. plot and stuff and certain character choices and, yeah. Um, and it works for some people and it doesn't work for others, but, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it is, but, yeah, I mean, Rise of Skywalker is definitely very... I think a little bit, a little bit generic, but I, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm me to- too. I'm totally fine with that. It's all right. Thanks, Jamil. Our next response comes from Ryan Mills. Hello, Ryan. And he says, hard to disagree with Beck there. <laughs> I also wish they didn't kiss. Yeah, no. <laughs> you really want everyone to put their thoughts about... Uh, the Rise of Skywalker on the internet? Are you insane? <laughs> He's referring yes. to Kendall. Yes, yes. Ask, asking him for his thoughts. Uh, <laughs> yes, I am, Ryan. Have you met me? <laughs> Is what I say to that. Okay, and he continues. Nah, I loved it. But I wish some things were different. It makes me very sad that Colin Trevor Trevorrow? Yeah, Trevorrow or Trevorrow. Trevorrow, okay. Yeah. Chevro's version seems like it would have been so much better. I think the thing that annoys me the most, though, is how much they went out of their way to retcon all of the most interesting parts of The Last Jedi because fans were so butthurt. Yes. I wish we could have seen what a full trilogy by J.J. or Ryan Johnson would have looked like. Yep. But instead, for reasons we were forbidden from having a trilogy (laughs) with one solid vision. Yeah, yep. Uh, That being said, I still can't not love it. Uh, Adam Driver is the Ewan McGregor of this trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well said. Palpatine is as glorious and campy as he should be. The banter and chemistry between the leads is on point and the directions they took with them were very good and made sense for their arcs. It was was also amazing to see a Mark Hamill who was actually happy to be there. (laughs) (laughs) Very, very true. Because Mm. for those who aren't aware, Mark Hamill was kind of famously... Uh, not entirely on board with the decisions made about Luke Skywalker in Last Jedi. Mm. Uh, yeah. So he with he's only in Rise of Skywalker for one scene. Yeah, that's true. Uh, like five, barely five minutes. Um, but that's fine. It's all we really kind of needed, I think. And yep. the moment is incredible. So, but he looked he looked like he was really having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Finally, actually, like just the. Just the fucking fact, like, I have to just take a second here. Just the fucking <laughs> fact that they made him raise Red 5 out of the sea. Yeah. Oh. As a force ghost. He fucking, uh, like, how perfect is that? Yes. Like, recreating the scene from Dagobah. Definitely. It's, uh, it's, and, and he's finally, Luke's the one who is finally lifting Red 5. Yeah. Out of, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it was poetic cinema. And then just the look, <laughs> the look on Luke's face. 
he's just like this kind of he like gives this kind of little chuckle little <laughs> smile like and i'm just like oh i'm gonna cry this yeah is, this is beautiful <laughs> it's beautiful it's a really great moment um yeah but yeah again ryan yeah i totally agree with you about as i said before the continuity yes yeah. of this trilogy yeah and especially now uh i don't know if you're aware Fulia, but colin trevorrow's script uh actually leaked online okay uh, a few weeks ago now and uh, it's been confirmed to be legit yep a lot of people thought it was uh, fake like someone typed some shit up to stir the pot as you know yep. it, people are want to do mm-hmm. uh, and yeah we actually like I read a summary of his story and it's it's sad because it was actually really good oh wow it really sounded it sounded incredible oh. like there was going to be more force more Force Ghost Luke. Yep. More Leia. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they weren't going to redeem Ben. Oh. Kylo was going to stay Kylo Ren. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I Basi- wonder how that would have went. Yeah. Basically, the whole thing was going to be Luke as a Force Ghost trying to save, like, redeem Ben. Yeah. Um, but it wouldn't work. And then, yeah. and then, and, and then he's also kind of training Ray at the same same time. time. Yeah. So he was with both of them. But that was the original plan for Rise of Skywalker. Interesting. Yeah. There's other things. No, yeah. There's other things in there as well that I I won't mention. Um, But yeah, it's all available online if anyone wants to read the summary. I mean, some people are kind of like, well, it's a movie that's never going to happen, so what's the point? Yeah, Um, true. But it it did sound really good. And it it doesn't mean I'm not happy with what we got, because I am very happy with what we got. But um, yeah, it's just an interesting thing to read mm. how that would have gone down and yeah definitely I don't, I don't know but anyway thanks ryan let's continue thank you ryan and our last response uh today is from the excellent adam snell hey adam hey adam he says it's fine it has its share of problems but it's perfectly watchable people expect too much from star wars and it was always going to get shit canned yeah <laughs> that's fair uh the Ray and Ben scenes were the best bits of the movie, and honestly, this whole trilogy. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Here, here, I agree. Yes. I agree. The best thing um, that this sequel trilogy has given us is the connection between um, Ben and Ray, or Kylo and Ray. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And this movie, I think one of the, the coolest things that Rise of Skywalker did for me was explain that connection. Yep. Um, so they're known as a dyad in the force mm-hmm. because of the like the powers that they yeah. come from. So we find out that Rey is the granddaughter of Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. Which was unexpected. Very. Very unexpected. I really liked that. Yeah. I, I liked that they kept that a secret. They, they if just, they had to yeah. put that in the bloody trailer, I would have been like, oh, oh come on, really? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> part of me wants to think they wouldn't have put that in the trailer, but then part of me is like, movies tend to spoil things in trailers these days. Like, yeah. A bit too much. But mm. anyway, I'm glad they didn't ruin that. No, yeah. But basically because Ray's a Palpatine... And then uh, Ben slash Kylo comes from Skywalker lineage. The two of them converging like it's it's a once in a it's a once in a not even lifetime. It's like a once in a millennia type yeah. deal. Um, you know the fact that they're just they're 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 a power like life itself. The combination of the two of them. Yeah. They're, so a dyad's like two that are one. So they're like one kind of life 
Ah, uh, okay. okay. Yeah, which and is, that's why they have that connection. That's why they have that connection. Yeah. Because they're just they're just insanely powerful yeah. because of the families they come from and, yeah. and all of that. So and I think I think they did a really good job of that. And just Yeah, and I really like this all the scenes, like even before Kylo turned back to being Ben. Like yeah. the all of those scenes of between Ray and between Kylo when he's looking for them and you know they're trying to figure out which where each other are and you know grabbing things and stuff that was really great that but stuff was awesome yeah those scenes are incredible yeah um but my favorite scene in the whole film has to be when um they're connected and it's it's ben it's not kylo anymore and then ray who we all think might be about to give in to the emperor and strike him down so she becomes Empress Palpatine and leads the Sith. Um, she passes the lightsaber to Ben through the Force. Force, I know! Oh my god! It is literally the best moment <laughs> in this whole film. I was... I was... I, I think I fucking cheered in the cinema the first time I saw oh. it. The crowd lost their shit. They're like, that's... And then the fact that fucking Ben pulls it around and then just does a Han Solo shrug. <laughs> Adam Driver, man. Oh, wow. I love that man. I love him so much. He is, <laughs> he is amazing. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's, that was like the fact that all of this connection between Ray and Ben and Ray slash Kylo culminated in, in that moment. Yeah. And it was so good. Um, yeah. It's just brilliant. Um, yeah, it was definitely the best. Absolutely the best. Yeah. Like, Good. Um, all right. What else did other people say that we can maybe talk about? Um, Palpatine. I really liked. Yeah, I really liked that they brought him back and that they kind of, ex- you know, explained like it, that it turned out he was behind everything. Yeah. Because, you know, I, for those who haven't seen my non-scripted ramblings review, you know, he's Palpatine. He was the Phantom Menace. Yep. He was behind the entire the entire prequel trilogy was of his own construction. Like he he manipulated himself in like into the position of power that he yeah. found himself in and you know and manipulated Anakin and yes, mo- moved all the pawns yep. around the chessboard. Um and then, you know, and then of course he's so heavily involved in uh, well not heavily, but I mean Return of the Jedi obviously very heavily, but um yeah, he's a big part of the uh, the original trilogy as well, and mm. then now the sequel trilogy turns out. I mean, I guess the only the only thing that's bad about that is the fact that there hadn't been any kind of hint about him in the last until two? yeah yeah. But I say that, and then I just kind of think, well, I mean, the first time we ever saw the Emperor on screen was in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, there was no mention of the Emperor in. We all thought Darth Vader was the big big bad of this yeah whole that's thing. true um yeah and then it turns out he had a master yeah and then you know george lucas developed the law a bit more and mm. went a bit deeper with it so yeah, yeah i guess you can kind of forgive that i think um but i like the fact that he yeah he was also just manipulating ben the way that he manipulated anakin yeah into turning to the dark side and pretending to be snoke and then pretending to be vader inside his head and all that stuff. I really loved it. And it was so good to see Ian McDiarmid come back and yeah, play him again. Really interesting. Yeah. What did you think of the Emperor in this? Um, well, he was definitely a lot more creepier. 
that's oh. for sure. <laughs> scary. Yeah. Genuinely scary. You know, hooked up to all those bloody cables and robotic whatnot. Yeah, and, and then his face was all fucked up and oh, his hands. Yeah, and like I said, creepy. Very, very <laughs> creepy. Very, very creepy. Um, But it was also um really great to just have an old character just be brought back to life yeah. in a way yeah um f- just to sort of find a way to end the saga with yeah. with this type of yeah you know evil that's just hovering over ray yeah. and ben mm-hmm. so yeah no definitely definitely enjoyed that part of the performance yeah um that i can remember <laughs> uh, i would have to say um I loved the um, the lightsaber battle in in the ocean. Okay, was that one of your favorite? One scenes? of my favorite scenes. Yeah. yeah, that was a very pivotal part of the film mm. too, because that's when you know they're on one of the Endor moons where where the Death Star from Return of the Jedi the wreckage is. Yeah, which was eerie as fuck to see. I know, and <laughs> and the fact that we get to see not just Rey but Kylo as well in the original throne emperor's throne room from return of the Jedi like that. And then they, the music, yeah, everything. It was great. Um, but then, yeah. And then it led to that, that incredible fight scene, um, that just, they're just, they're just so good. Like I'm just, it sucks that I really want more movies with, with Kylo, Ben and Ray. Yeah. Just getting seeing them be, be Jedi or be Sith, whatever they are, Mm. you know, just, just yeah, I don't know. I love we, well, we're not going to get that from Ben anymore. No, <laughs> no, because he died. And yeah, really unfortunately. The Force uh, Ghost Ben. Force Ghost Ben. Yeah, maybe. No, we're not going um, to. <laughs> um, In my dreams. It was definitely very heartbreaking to, to when uh, Chewie was taken away, and then we get misled to think that he was killed on yeah. the ship that got blown up. Yes, yes, that was... But technically he wasn't. Oh, that was cruel. Yeah. That, <laughs> that was a cruel moment. Yeah. Very. Yeah. It was just... Yeah. I was, like, hurting when when that yeah. happened. And when I saw Ray's reaction and she automatically thought that it was her fault that that happened. Yeah. Yeah. I... Oh, just their entire reaction mm. to them thinking Chewie had just just died. died. Yeah. Especially just the sound that D- Daisy Ridley made. Mm. Like that screech. Yeah. When she called out his name. And oh, yeah. Oh, so heartbreaking. It was just like, holy fuck, Chewie's fucking dead. I Yeah, I remember start, like crying. But that's yeah. Why I was just crying straight away. I'm like, what the fuck? Did they really just do that? My holy shit! Um, my my only complaint about that whole thing is the fact that I think they revealed it a to bit the, too soon to the audience. Yeah, that he was alright. Yeah, I feel I, f- I feel like too a bit too soon. And yeah. I, I, I part of they me should have held that off a little. They bit more. really should have. They yeah. really should have. Part of me thinks they did that because maybe they didn't want. They knew because he's such an insanely popular character. They didn't mm. maybe want people to be too stressed for too long I guess I don't know but it was just it's just a bit weird with the whole like you know cutting back to you know Ray and Finn and Poe and everyone kind of 
being sad and talking mm. about Shuri being dead. I'm like, no, we know he's alive now. It's fine. But they'd let that kind of linger with them a bit too. Yeah. Like, it was just, I don't know. I just didn't really like how that kind of flowed with that. Yeah, but yeah. it was very, it was very upsetting, but also really just a really good scene. And I, <laughs> I just liked, I just love to compare it to freaking. um, there's a scene in dark Phoenix, the most recent X-Men yeah. film that came out a few months ago. Uh, and where, um, Michael Fassbender and Sophie Turner as Magneto and Jean Grey respectively are both using you know their minds their hands whatever yeah. to try and stop a helicopter from taking off when landing and stuff okay so very similar scene yeah. but I didn't believe it okay the way they did it was Fassbender went a bit too intense yeah he was really straining himself. Oh, okay. But he was overdoing it. Yeah. It just didn't. Okay. Because I literally remember the first time I watched that, I had a moment I was like, I almost wanted to start laughing because they looked ridiculous. Because okay. I'm like, I know you're you're doing that into blank space. And and Sophie Turner was fine, but but Fassbender went, yeah, he went overboard. Yeah. Cut to this movie and the similar, same, basically the same scene happens with this transport and you know and Ray and Kylo fighting for it, but the way they did it. I don't know if... I mean, Michael Fassbender is a perfectly very talented actor. Very, very talented. So I don't know, unless it's just in the direction, I guess, because Dark Phoenix um, was directed by Simon Kingberg. Yeah. And he usually just writes these movies. He, he This was his directorial debut. So maybe, okay. Maybe he didn't know how to really give him the right direction to... Oh, maybe. ...portray it in mm. terms of the visual effects. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just theorizing. But watching Adam Driver and Daisy Ridley do it... Yeah using the force as opposed to you know using, yeah. using mutant abilities like yep. for some reason it was just more convincing yeah like true just the way like Adam Drive is very good at being subtle but powerful at the same time oh yeah you can definitely see it in his face yeah he's very expressive yeah with his face he knows he he's so good he's so good and just yeah and then Daisy's very similar like she strained a lot more obviously because you know, she's not as confident as... In her powers. In her powers. Yeah, 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 that's true. So, so it, ma- it makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and because she's so conflicted about where she fits into this whole story. Yeah. Um, because she's starting to remember things. Mm. Um, and then the fact that she lets the anger creep in for a second and then a bolt of lightning shoots out. Mm. And then, yeah, and then Chewie dies. And then it's all very sad. Mm. But I just, I think, yeah, Rise of Skywalker did that whole thing a lot, a lot better. And it's Definitely. a really, it's a really, really good scene between the two mm. of those two actors and then it follows like it follows that epic shot of that we all saw in the first trailer where she leaps over his um his kylo ren's ship yeah um, and then slices it in half oh. like, yeah that's a shot oh that's, man <laughs> and then everything goes quiet and still in terms of the yeah. music it's really powerful so good yeah really, really um, powerful. another scene that i'm gonna mention is um the scene with c-3po and babu freak oh babu freak that is such a cute he little he is great i wasn't sure about him at first because like oh no now another little alien with an annoying voice yay but then by the time the movie was done, I was like, okay, no, he's really yes, cute. Yeah, he's exactly, cute. Yeah. Especially just my favorite Babu Frick moment was like uh, in the final battle when he pops up in the ship with, I think he's with Zori, Zori mm. Bliss, the, the chick yeah, with yeah. the mask. Um, yeah, and the, he's like, hey, hey, 
<laughs> just the way he said it. Oh, I just loved it. It was really cute. Yeah, um, and voiced by Moaning Myrtle from Harry Potter. Oh, really? Did you not know? No. Oh, Inko. Yeah. Oh, wow. The actress that played, that played Moaning Myrtle in, in the Harry Potter franchise. That is adorable. Voiced Bobby Frick. That is so yeah. cool. I know. Isn't I love that, that. Isn't that great? She, yeah. She did such a great job. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's really great. Um, but yeah, the, yeah, the um, moment where C-3PO and... Like they have to basically the it's so wipe his memory. It's so hilarious the fact that they had to like the one time they need C three or even Poe Dameron says the one time I need you to talk you can't. Yeah, pretty much the because language that you're supposed that you supposedly know you cannot do because apparently it's just illegal. Cause, just because they're all you know they're always like shut up three PO stop talking three PO you're annoying three PO and then the one time they really needed him to speak he couldn't, he couldn't speak because they end up getting a message that's. In Sith, and he he can translate it, but he's forbidden from doing it. His protocols yeah. won't let him, yeah. so, which is why they have to go to Kajimi and to Babu Frick, who can, um, you know, reset him basically. Mm. And so yeah, yeah, format his memory so that it resets him back to when he was a Sith droid. Well, he was never a Sith droid. That's oh, not, sorry. No, no. So that's they. Well, at least I don't think he was. I don't ever think he was. But I, no, it's basically just the reason like he spoke the message is because they had to. Oh, like wipe the memory and override everything. Mm. So I feel like the only way that he could say with the message would be to be Sith esque for a second. Okay. Like I, I can't. I probably explain that really badly, but he's not a Sith droid. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. No. He just. Um, well, I mean, well, he was created by Anakin Skywalker. I don't know what that says, mm. but um, but yeah, that 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 whole thing was emotional too because. You know, he's like, I'm taking one last look, sir, at yeah. my friends. Oh, 3PO. Anthony Daniels, man. <laughs> what a guy. Yeah. What a guy. He was actually, like, C-3PO was actually good in this he film. He was great. My favorite 3PO moment in this film was when um, they're on Pasana and they've just gotten there and then... 3PO is just casually like, this is a festival of this and this, it happens once every 42 years and blah, blah. he just does his yeah. thing <laughs> and they all turn around and look at him. And then he takes he takes a beat and then turns around himself to be like, what are you Wait, guys yeah. looking at? <laughs> and it's the comedic timing on it is perfect. I love that. Yeah. That's so good. It's my favorite 3 oh PM moment whole thing. Yeah. It's really good. I laugh so loud when that happened. I'm like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They fly now. It was also pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, and yeah. it was really nice to see um, BB eight. Yep. And the new droid. What was the new droid? D-O. 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 Voiced, voiced by J.J. Abrams. Aww. Yeah. That, that little yeah. robot was yeah. so cute. He was very cute. No, yeah. thank you. No, thank no, you. Thank you. <laughs> it was like it was like getting a puppy that's been traumatized from yeah. um, from life. Because his... From yeah. his original owners. Yeah. And now people are like, we want to treat you well. We, we, we like you. Um, but he's just like, no, thank you. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. He's very ador- adorable. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. It's um, just, and it's a very monotone sort of a, a voice as well. Yeah. Which makes it even better. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. He's really really great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I two D two got a little bit more to do in this one. Yeah. As well, he was, which I kind of was happy about, but then at the same time, uh, I'm so I'm talking about. The end. The end battle. Um, for some reason, BB-8 was on the ground assault w- with Finn and mm. everybody on the horses. 
um, instead of with we never got to see BB-8 and Poe back again in one, in his X-wing. Yeah, it's true. I don't like. I, mean, I think they were together in in Last Jedi, but I'm forgetting now. I'm blanking. But mm. in this movie, like for the final battle, it was R2D2 in Poe's X-wing, yeah. which is cool, which is great to mm. see him in an, in an X-wing again. But, yeah. But I, at the same time, I was like, oh, but it should be BB-8 because BB-8's his. And... Mm. But anyway, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I also kind of like the banter between um, Poe and Ray. The banter. Yeah, at the start, like when they, <laughs> when when they get back to base and the mount, the, the Falcon's on fire, and and then, oh, and then, po, oh. then Poe's like you, but you broke BBA, and I think that's more important. Like, yeah, and then yeah. they just start fighting, and she's <laughs> like, you know what? You're really difficult. You are really difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. Yeah, um, it was really good to see them, um, a bit more of the trio kind mm. of stuff in this one especially yeah. especially that hug at the end yeah i i teared up again like I, they're celebrating but they all got emotional and sad and they were like holding each other so tightly and like yeah definitely they did, well they didn't think they were gonna make it out alive no and i mean ray technically did die at, and then poe and finn both nearly died as well mm. so yeah it was intense Definitely, it was intense. What did you think of the last, the battle at the end of the film, like the whole, the whole thing? Um, oh, it was pretty epic. Yeah, it was, it was. huge. Yeah. So many star destroyers. Yeah, like, so I many. I could not believe the amount that they had ready to go. Yeah, and I'm just looking at them. I'm like, oh god. Yeah. Oh my goodness, no, that does not look good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somehow the bad guys always find a way to oh, yeah. amass forces. Yeah, later. well, they go a little overboard sometimes, but they, that's that's just their way of that's... thinking that that you know the more the better. Basically, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. The more we have, the better chance we have to win. Yes, <laughs> yes. Palpatine's final order, he called it. Yes, that's His true. That's final, very true. Final order. The final order. This was supposed to. He he was like, this is going to be the end of yeah. The, the end of Jedi. The end of the Jedi, the end of the rebellion. The yeah. End of the, yeah. All end of, of everything. The resistance. Yeah. All of that stuff. Gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was an epic, epic battle. Oh, man. With some Just really great moments. Really, really intense moments, but some really Very great intense ones. moments. Yeah. I think, re- like, moments where I was holding my breath. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what's yeah. going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, it was very intense. And, and then, then moments where you thought they were going to lose, and then you're, and then all of a sudden, you know, they win. Well, yeah, there's a really, really great moment where Poe thinks, like, he's just seen, you know, one of his best mates, Snap Wexley, went down. Mm. Uh, he died, and that was sad. And then, um, yeah, and then he was like, "I'm sorry, friends. I, I put I, out, yeah. put out a call. I thought people would come, and they haven't come. And I don't know where this is it." Like they, they were. He was basically saying, "Yeah, it's, it was literally the same moment in Endgame, where in Star Wars it was don't, literally like as soon as they rocked up." Don't get me started on the <laughs> fucking comparisons. It's like I don't know what the fuck. I don't know why Disney's just like let's just do the same thing twice. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> It's fine. It's because only instead of just being you know on the ground people, it'll be ships. Yeah. Although, I mean, I think I felt, uh, I felt like uh, 
Poe sounded way more defeated than Steve Rogers ever was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, you know, Steve Rogers stood up and was prepared to go down, whereas Poe was, like, he was prepared to go down, but he was also, he was very emotional. He didn't know what else to do. He was just lost. Yeah. Like, he was just like, shit, we've, we've, we've fucked up. Pretty much. We're, it's over. Mm. Um, but then, you know, the Every- cavalry arrives. Yay! And <laughs> the big fanfare plays. The music is insanely excellent. And um, Lando and in the Lando. Falcon. Lando, oh back in the Falcon. <laughs> uh, my goodness gracious, yeah. that was that was excellent. Yep. Seeing seeing him and Chewbacca in in the cockpit together again after so many years, <laughs> and then seeing Wedge come in and saying, "Let's do this, Lando." Whatever he says, and I lost my fucking mind. I love Wedge. <laughs> I love Wedge. He's one of my favorite characters. But yeah, that moment was a really great moment to mm. see them come back. But yeah, yeah, it is very similar to the End Game. Uh, final like the portal scene yeah um, however there is one other moment in Rise of Skywalker that is almost identical to Avengers Endgame mm. and that is right at the end with Rey and and Palpatine are you know facing off um, and she's got both she's got Luke and Leia's original lightsabers yep, yep. Uh, which are you know Amazing, epic. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's def- fantastic. 100%. But then Palpatine has a moment where he says, "I am all of the Sith," and then in the exact same fucking way that Tony Stark says it in Endgame, she goes, "And I am all of the Jedi." Yes, that is so true. <laughs> it's the exact fucking same. Oh my god. She may as well have said, and I am Iron Man. I'm Iron Yeah, it's I know. It's literally the exact same. I'm like, guys, really, what were you thinking? Why? I mean, it, yes, it's epic. Yes, it's awesome. And the moment in Star Wars is great because I love the way she crosses them and using the power of the of the older Jedi. The yeah. Thousands of generations that live in her, you know, against Palpatine and it overpowers him and melts him, basically. Yep. That was also grotesque. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, I, what did you think of... Uh, the scene where Ray rises up and hears all the voices. Um, oh, if I can remember it correctly, <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, I I really like I I liked it. Um, I probably didn't really get most of the references, well, most, like of, most them, of the people that were talking. Most of them were from, from either Clone Wars or Rebels. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. I've watched them, yeah. but because I've only ever watched them once, I, so I don't, and it's been so long, yeah. I don't remember the voices. Yes. Uh, so for me, it didn't really, it didn't really hit me as it did for most other Star Wars fans. Yes. Um, well, I can, I can actually read out all of the characters that'd be really that cool. spoke just to help yeah. help us out um so it uh i don't know if this is going to be in order of appearance but basically uh anakin skywalker they, yep. got, they got hayden christensen mm-hmm. to record a voice uh for this we also hear from luminara unduli um from clone wars Ahsoka Tano. Yeah, everybody was going everyone, nuts about that everyone one. Everyone loves everyone loves Ahsoka. Ahsoka, like, yeah, she's, she's incredible. Like uh, at, at, I, the way that I remember, um, was it Clone Wars ending with Ahsoka? She turned evil. That's all I remember. Oh well, I mean, there's going to be more Clone Wars yeah. very soon, so yeah. you'll be 
finding out a bit more. So yeah, it ended on a cliffhanger of okay. all cliffhangers on Clone Wars, and I'm just like, but I need to know what happened next. <laughs> well, now I will. Now you will. Now you. Now you will. And I'm not um, sure if I've just spoiled that for you. I'm really oh, no, sorry. No, I don't care. It's, it's fine. I don't mind. It's all yeah. good. Um, and then we had Isla. I'm Ayla or Isla. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Um, Isla Sakura uh, from Clone Wars. Mace Windu was there. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. Both Ewan McGregor and Sir Alec Guinness. Oh. Both their voices were nice. heard. Nice. Yep. Uh, Yoda, of course. Yep. Uh, we had Adi Gallia. Uh, Adi Gallia. I'm again butchering names. Terrible person. I know. Um, from Clone Wars as well. Canon Jarrus from uh, Rebels was mm-hmm. there. And... Qui-Gon Jinn, Liam Neeson himself, yeah. returned to his character. And apparently he actually filmed something for Rise of Skywalker, but they didn't end up using oh, it. Better be in the bonus features of the Oh, I better bloody be. Because <laughs> one, one of the big things about this moment, and I love this moment of the fact that mm. she's hearing all of them. It was yeah. pretty fantastic. It's such a powerful moment. But mm. um, hearing other people's thoughts online, people talking about it, maybe. Yeah. Do you think it would have been better if we'd seen their... Force ghosts, or maybe when not as they were speaking, but maybe as Ray rises up and then it cuts to like a wide shot and they're all with her. Like, do you think that that, that would have been incredible? That would have been really cool if they yeah. could have done that. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they didn't really need it. It, it was still really good the way they did it with yeah. just the voices. Okay. That's fair. Um, I feel like they're. I can't remember. Was there some form of like light that was going into her or anything like that? Or am I remembering incorrectly? No, I don't think so. I think the the, the light that was shining at the time, because that was I'm pretty sure that was the moment when Palpatine was using his lightning against the resistance. Right. That okay. So, so it, it, the light was all kind of blue. All right. And... So I would have maybe liked it if there was some form of light going into her. So like the Jedi okay. light force. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, that would have been nice to see. Yeah. Uh, but again, it probably didn't really need it. It looked fine the way it, it was. It looked really, really good. Yeah. Maybe the reason they didn't actually show them is because... Uh, I don't think everyone would have been available for filming. Well, not just that. I just mean more... Maybe they just wanted to really emphasize the fact that Ray is it. Ray is the end of the line. Ray exactly, is, yeah. It's all about Ray. This, this it's whole, not about the rest. No, this whole story... It's about the future, not the past. Yeah, this whole yeah. story has... Like, these three movies has been Ray's story. Um, exactly. So it makes sense that it would just be her and not everyone else. So yeah. they, they probably maybe even felt that that would have taken away mm. from that moment. Yeah. But the idea of just... Seeing them all around her just kind that of... That would have been really makes, cool. Makes me happy yeah. thinking about it, but... It would have been really yeah. nicer, even if it was, like, for... Not even, like, for the, like, 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Just see them all, just, like, pan across with Ray in front and them in the background. Yeah. That, yeah, just that like would have ten, been really Just, cool. like, 10 seconds. Yeah. Like, not you don't even have to do anything, but then again, you know, mm. like you said, scheduling and... Scheduling would have um, been tough for And for then the fact actors. that you... You know, I mean, but then again, I suppose... I was going to say, like... Not to mention, the cartoon voice actors, they wouldn't look exactly like the actual characters, but... No, unless they, they could, made them up. They could have just, you know, yeah. put them in... Or CG characters. CG, yeah, CG characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or then too. just, yeah, I don't know. The fact that they got them there to do, I don't know, maybe logistically it was just easier to do voices instead of yeah, live I action. Reckon, I reckon but, it would have been yeah. a lot easier. Yeah. But it still turned out good. It still turned out very good. Yeah. Um, now, 
Raylo. <laughs> the ship that I jumped aboard way too late because <laughs> everybody I, else was like, no, I wasn't. No, maybe. <laughs> Sometimes I like to go against the grain. Um, no, well, because for the first two films, you know, people have been shipping them since Force Awakens mm. online, and I just was never sure about it. Yeah, I didn't buy it back then. I didn't really like. I, I like. I liked Adam Driver. Yep. But I didn't really find him attractive then. But for some reason now, now, I think, now I'm just like, <laughs> hello, ah, um, all over him now. I'm, I'm, yeah, he's so great. Um, so and so now, I'm, uh, after this movie, I'm finally on the bandwagon. And, yeah, and he fucking dies. Yeah. Like, God damn it! Um, You're a bit late there, Kendall. A bit late. <laughs> yeah, late to the party. But um, what did you think of the way their story? Like the, the two of them, the dying okay. conclusion. What did you think? I, I kind of felt like maybe the whole ending as a love story was a bit unnecessary. Yeah. Okay. Um, it would have it would have been really cool if they just ended up being like the closest of friends ever. Okay. That would have been really awesome. Yeah. Um, I feel I feel like. In the moment when it happened, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) But now that I think about it, um, I'm kind of on the side of everybody else where maybe it really didn't – it wasn't really necessary to have that scene. Um, I feel like maybe like a a brotherly, sisterly sort of a sibling type of love would have been better. Okay. Um, Just kind of like Luke and Leia. Sure. And – I don't know, um, but the lead up to you know the whole reason of their connection, their you know just yeah that I don't know what to say. No, no, I just okay. I just feel like that kiss you feel was like unnecessary. They went a bit too far. Yeah. Okay. Um, for my money, I I'm totally okay with it. Mm. I I do think maybe it was slightly unnecessarily like unnecessary only in the sense of I mean yes they're heavily connected mm. and that's all that's been obvious from yeah. the start especially you know everything that happened in Last Jedi and yeah, then continuing yeah. on um, I didn't actually think it was going to lead to a a romance yeah. or lead to Neither some kind I've... of you know more than you know, it's just some kind of feelings or something, or I don't, I don't know. I mean, I would really love to hear, I mean, I haven't, I haven't watched, I don't know if anyone's talked to any of the cast of, or the, you know, or JJ Abrams or anyone have talked about that and why they decided to mm. do that. Cause I would really love to know what the thought process was of, uh, or what kind or what the kiss meant. Yeah. Because my problem, my biggest problem with it actually was the fact that, uh, Ray doesn't really kind of, mourn Ben. No. You don't see her. I mean, she does clearly. She's when, sad that when, he dies. When she, you can tell she's sad. Like, you know, when he, when he lays back and, and fades away, like the look on her face, she's just like, Oh, you know, no, like, you know, but then next time you see her, she's in the X wing, she's coming back and then everything's all celebration. We won. And so I don't know. It just kind of felt like it mm. kind of took away from his death a little bit. Yeah. For me. Sort of the fact that, they were built up as this big connection for so long. And mm. then they finally gave us a moment of them together. So I'd re- yeah, I would really like to hear what um, the thought process was, like yeah. what, ty- what type of kiss it was, if it was supposed to be 
romantic if it was supposed to like because there was literally no kind of hint at a romance between the two of them not at all i mean for me which is again again i guess another reason why i didn't actually ever ship them is mm. because i don't think i ever felt i felt a connection sure mm. but not a romantic one no no neither um, did i that's that's the reason why i thought the kiss was really unnecessary because yeah. you're like okay when did they fall in love with each other like yeah how did that happen <laughs> yeah like my first first reaction to to seeing the kiss was genuine shock um and I, I mean, I loved it. I really do love it. I yeah. Think it's, I think it's really beautiful. But I was just genuinely shocked because I was like, I was, my first thought was just like, holy fuck, they actually did it. Like they made Raylo canon. Like they actually, <laughs> they actually fucking did it. And then my second thought was like, oh, Tumblr's going to lose their mind. Yeah. Like, and that was hilarious to go online and read everyone's reactions <laughs> afterwards. Uh, yeah. But I, I didn't actually think they'd have the balls to do it. So it does kind of feel very fan service. Okay. Like fan fan service at the same time, but I love fan service, so I'm all for it. Um, yeah. And then the fact that we actually got to see Ben kind of smile. Yes. <laughs> he smiled. He was happy for a moment because yeah. he brought her back to life. And then, you know, and clearly, you know, they lo- clearly loved each other. And he had a, he had a little moment where he he was grinning that grinning like Anakin Skywalker would grin after kissing Padme. And, yeah. In the prequel trilogy, and that struck me quite you know that mm. moved me quite a bit and then yeah but I just the the way his death was handled I just didn't like no yeah did I I did not like that and it was funny too because the night the first night I saw it not only did people laugh at the kiss in the cinema the pack cinema I was in but then as soon as he died they laughed again oh and I was really? like guys Come why on. must you be assholes <laughs> <laughs> and have your opinion sure it's fine but yeah um but anyway like the whole yeah the whole final like just seeing seeing Ben Solo in action. Yeah. From the moment he's reliving uh, the moment he killed his father back on you know yeah. the, the, star, the Death Star wreckage. Yeah. And we got to see Harrison Ford again. Yay. One more time. <laughs> and getting to kind of reenact that scene with us with some, you know, a little bit different dialogue and I I really loved that. I lost that was that because that no one had any idea. No, no one did. Neither did I. Like that was like the best secret that they kept. It was the fact that Harrison Ford was in the movie. Yes, very well, very well done. My hats off to Disney yeah. for keeping that under wraps because holy crap! But that was a beautiful scene, and the fact that they ha- like Ben starts to come through in that scene mm. and just fully start to have remorse and yeah and and mourn his father and and then he just he says dad and then he and he's says, trying not to cry and he says i know and then he just and then the fact that they made han say i know, I know. Like, that was his last word the last but word but it's perfect though yeah. just because it's you know that's what han does Mm-hmm. You know, from Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. I love you. I know. Yeah. Dad, he was trying to say I love you. And then he just said, I know instead. Like, yeah. He's it's, like, it's, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so this this movie has some incredible yeah, moments. Yeah, it really does. It really, really does. Um, and then, yeah, so just from see, just getting to see the change from um, Kylo Ren and mm. Solo and the way Adam Driver carried himself and the way he you know, delivered his dialogue, mm. even though he didn't really have much to say as Ben Solo, as we know, but just the way, I don't know. It was just an incredible 
He's just so fucking talented. Like yeah. Just, I, honestly, it's the best thing. One of the best things about this film is just how good of an actor he is. Yep. He really... It's like... Ryan, I think it was Ryan said it. He's the Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Of this. Of this uh, trilogy, yeah. Trilogy. Because, yeah, Ewan's performance as Obi-Wan in the prequel trilogy... I loved it. The best... Yeah. The best thing in it. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's easily. Sorry. Can we also take a moment yes. and talk about Leia? Oh, we need to. We have not even barely touched. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Fulia. <laughs> we would have gotten there eventually, and yes, eventually is now. So now um, we're going back to the beginning type of yes. of the movie. Yes. And Princess Leia, or General Leia. Yes. General Leia. Now. Yeah. Um. So she doesn't have as much to say in this movie. Well, which no. is pretty obvious. Why? Well, yeah, we all know. Yeah. Um. But it was really nice to just see her one last time. It was. Yeah. They did such a good job of, you know, using this unseen footage to kind of create the dialogue yeah. around her and just create the her reacting as best as possible to uh, the characters around her, like in the moments where she doesn't say anything and the camera locks on her face, mm. you know, she kind of, you know, there was a couple of moments where the reactions may not have 100% lined up, but... They did a really great job. Oh yeah, with what definitely. They had. Yeah, and I think the first moment she's on screen is probably the most jarring one, where she, you know, she kind of turns and says Ray. The way she, it, they did that, it was a bit. Mm. Mm. There's like that was literally the only moment though that was not convincing for me. Yeah. But the rest of it was was great. Oh yeah, definitely. It was really great. Yeah. And the fact that she died saving her son. Yes. She brought Ben back. Ugh. Like it was. Yeah. That was, it was beautiful. Mm. It was absolutely beautiful, but also, yeah, very sad, as we said. Definitely. With, with, with Chewie reacting mm. to, because now he's lost Han, he's lost Luke, and now he's lost Leia. Leia. Yeah. The Everybody's original gone. three. The original trio is all gone. Yeah. And Chewie's the only one left, really. Mm. And It was nice to yeah. also see the, the flashbacks to, apparently, when Leia was training to be a Jedi. Yeah, yeah, I'm so, so she, glad. She had her own lightsaber which was really cool to really find out really cool really cool to find out yeah absolutely cool um like the moment where force ghost luke it gives that lightsaber to ray as he's explaining mm. this story um was just yeah chills definitely chills the whole time it was so good uh yeah and just they did a really good job of the like the de-aging stuff was kind of i mean it was a little meh but at the same time I, it looked pretty good wasn't it carrie's daughter yes so billy lord in the younger version billy lord was her stand-in i'm pretty sure for every scene Mm. not just the flashback yeah Um, oh okay okay i'm pretty sure but definitely the flashback she was yeah but i i think i read also that she was um she was the body double the stand-in yeah i think yeah um because she's yeah about the same height as carrie so as her mum. And that's just kind of beautiful. Yeah, definitely. It's, you know, it's just really nice that she gets to play her mom's part. Yeah. yeah. And in, in this film, she was dressed very similar to... Like her hair, for example, was the exact same hairstyle that Leia had in um, Return of the Jedi. Mm. Uh, so it's just... Yeah. They know what they're doing in terms of sentimentality and... yeah. Yeah, and fan service and stuff, and and yeah, that I could not imagine how how emotional that would have been for Billy Lord, oh, her daughter, to actually you bring know, her mum to life, bring her mum to life that way, yeah. and pay respects and and you know, I mean, yeah, just 
Yeah, it's it's. I can't really put it into no, words. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, it's it's wonderful to see. Yeah, and she gets more like as her own character, Lieutenant Connix. She gets a few more lines in this one as well, mm. and, which is nice. And yeah, because Force Awakens, I think, was actually her first acting gig. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then she's like, "Yep, I want to do this now." And mm. so she's done a lot of other great things. Yeah. Um, she's very talented, Billy Lord. That's so awesome. Takes after mum. Mm. <laughs> Definitely does. Um, but yeah, it was it was really it was really sad, but really, like there's a couple of moments in there where you're just like, "Fuck, Carrie should be here and she's not," and it's just yeah, it's so sad. It it's is. So very... fu- it's so sad that she yeah, especially because of the the way they planned the sequel trilogy. It was you know. Force Awakens was Han's movie, Last Jedi was Luke's, and Rise of Skywalker was supposed to be Leia's. Yeah. Like, like as I said earlier in the uh, Colin Trevorrow leaked script, Leia had a much bigger role. Yeah. In in terms of the plot mm. uh, of the film, so yeah, very very sad. But I'm yeah, we're all very very happy. I think and very impressed. I think across the board, people have been very overwhelm overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. About their treatment of, of Carrie Fisher and, and General yeah. Leia. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it was, it was emotional. <laughs> it was very emotional. Yeah. Yes. Um, God, what else could we talk about? I don't know what else there really is to... We haven't really talked about Finn. Oh, we haven't. No. no. Okay, we should talk about Finn. Um, so Finn has his own little uh, journey. He did. We'll yes, he did. Because... Uh, there is a, just a funny little moment where uh, they're falling into that quicksand stuff on Pasana. Mm. And he's like, Ray, I never told you because they thought they were going to die. And then Poe holds it over him for the rest of the film. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, because it turns out, even though the film never said so, which was kind of annoying, uh, but J.J. Abrams revealed that Finn was going to tell Ray that he's force sensitive. Yeah. Which you, know, which you pick up on throughout the film. You do, he just yeah. keeps talking like he he's he's had he has a feeling and you know and then uh, when we meet um, uh, Jenna um, the other the other you know stormtrooper that defected yeah. with her entire unit mm. they all laid down their weapons and wouldn't kill innocent people yeah it, that because, was awesome as beca- well yeah because they all had a feeling yeah yeah and yeah it was really really fascinating I kind of wish we'd had more time to go into that whole thing with these defecting stormtroopers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Would it I mean, be nice I, to see it like a little flashback at least? Yeah. Well, not necessarily a flashback. I don't know. Just, I don't know. Cause Finn, I'm pretty sure John Boyega said he's done now playing yeah. Finn. I don't think he's going to come back and for, no, that's fair for, enough. for anything, which is fine. Uh, he can literally do whatever he wants. Mm. Um, and, it clearly looks like Jana is going to be getting her own Disney Plus show or her own movie or something. Okay. Just because of the way she was at the end when Lando was like, where are you from, kid? And she's like, don't know. And he's like, well, let's find out. Yeah. Uh, so she's going to get her own. That's for my, sure. My yeah. money is on that. Um, but the only problem with the introduction of Jana for me is just the fact that I feel like she was there to uh, put Rose Tico to the side. Yeah. Because why... This is the biggest, it's literally the biggest problem with Rise of Skywalker is, if you're going to have a problem with it, is mm. how they handled Rose. And I touched upon it earlier. Yeah, you did. Um, but just, I don't get why you just go, you do what you do with her in Last Jedi and find that's Ryan Johnson, different writer, different director. That's what he wanted to do with her. Yeah. I thought, you know, a lot of people didn't like 
what they did with her in, in that film, and I'm not one of them. I really like Kelly Marie Tran. I really like Rose. I think she was a great new character yeah. that they introduced. I don't fully agree with the 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 kiss and uh, the cheesy dialogue she kind of had when, mm. when she did that. I For my money, it was, you know, yeah, she's like, we what we win, not by fighting people we hate, but saving what we love, I think is the line. And yeah. And she kisses him, and but... Whatever you got, you do you do you last Jedi you do, yeah. you. Um, but then just the fact that you know you have that in that movie, and then you come to uh, Rise of Skywalker, and for, and then you get one scene with Rose and Finn like together at the start, and then Finn's like last chance you're gonna come with us, and she's like oh Le- uh, Leia wants me to stay here and do this, and she doesn't even like. Yeah. They literally could have had her on the mission with them on the Falcon yeah. to go to Pisana and then to Kajimi. Like, they easily could have... And then they could have not... Intru- like, I mean, cool, new characters are great. Love expanding the world, expanding the fact that, you know, maybe Finn's not an anomaly in terms of stormtroopers. Like, that's fascinating. But why shaft this poor woman? Why not explain why they're not... You know, just one line of dialogue. Yeah. Referring to this kiss, referring to whatever happened, um, is just on, on crate. Like, I, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, I, that's the only problem I have. Like, the, well, I have a couple of tiny, itty bitty problems, but the biggest one is this. Yeah. What you, do you, how do you feel? Do you agree? Yeah, I, I kind of agree. It's just, they didn't give Rose a chance. No, they didn't. In this film. And it's not like, all. all right. You're not needed in this one, so you're gonna stay back. Yeah. While everybody else does their thing. Yeah. And it's just it's really sad because you're right. She's a, she's a great actor, and that character needed more. She needed to be redeemed. Yeah. I think, and she wasn't. And then instead of using her, like you said, they've introduced new characters. Which yeah. Even with the new characters, they you don't really find out too much about them. We and in the final film of the saga why would you introduce new ones yeah yeah it just <laughs> unless seems... unless it's confirmed in concrete that you're gonna give them a movie or a series yeah, yeah. why introduce them and then it, also with uh dominic monaghan's character um so yeah like just having him there being the exposition guy mm. for the resistance like with his cute accent <laughs> um, I mean, he's great. Uh, I, I am a big fan of him, but like, yeah, Rose could have had his dialogue. Oh yeah, like of she course. could have been the person there to, you know, be a higher-ranking officer maybe, and 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 explain yeah certain things and talk, say, like it was just it was just odd. It, I didn't like it. I yeah. felt she deserved she deserved a lot better. I think, uh, and I I can't remember what the unused script um had in terms of rose but um, yeah i'd like to see that actually yeah i need to look that up but yeah very very sad to kind of you know have that overlooked um i really have to say though i enjoyed what they did with general hux in this movie (laughs) making him the spy (laughs) oh gosh that was great yeah i don't know like it kind of, it kind of felt a little obvious how much he hated Kylo. Oh yeah, we all, it, like it was obvious. Him, he's hated him for years. Yeah. But then the moment you f- find out that he's the spy, 
within the ranks, you're just like, okay, so I suppose that was predictable. <laughs> that was definitely going to happen. I honestly didn't give it any thought. Really? Like when, when, yeah, when they said there's a spy in the First Order... I, I was like, oh, I wonder who it is. And then I just kept watching the movie. I I, I, didn't, I didn't guess it. I had a gut feeling it might have been him. Okay. Because of how much he hated Kylo. Yeah. And then basically he just says, I, I don't care if you win. I just want Kylo Ren to lose. Yeah, pretty you much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which was <laughs> great and fits his character so well. Yeah. Because yeah. the moment he walks in and he wanted to execute the prisoners. Yes, yes. And then executes the stormtroopers instead. And it's it's like okay, well that was obvious that was coming. It was so funny, and I just love, I just love Poe's reaction. It's like oh, you're the spy. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, it was very funny, very very funny. Yeah. But um, as a contrast to Hux in this film, the introduction of General Pride, mm. um, <laughs> such a good character. Like holy crap. <laughs> um, yeah, he yeah he's like Hux is. You know, like, he was... I really liked Hux in, in Force Awakens as the more serious, but then they kind of turned him into sort of more of the... The uh, snivelling, whiny... Snivelling, whiny little... Yeah. Like yeah. the... Like the Lucius Malfoy of yeah. this Pretty much. Star Wars franchise, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of preferred him a bit more serious, but I'm glad that they kind of had this... For a brief period of the film, the dynamic between Hux and Pride yeah. was um, with Richard E. Grant giving an excellent performance, um, and him being a turns out he was a, an officer from the Empire um, that had, he'd served in you know this whole thing for this long and yeah yeah but he was incredible. I it's a shame that he was only introduced in this final film because I I would have liked to have seen more and he was I guess he was also kind of the the. Uh, Moff Tarkin of this one, so mm. the Peter Cushing kind of character. You know, <laughs> one movie and you're done. Yeah, you come, you show up, you'll be British and intimidating, and then you die. <laughs> you get blown up. They both got blown up. You're so. done, <laughs> and you're done. Yeah. Um, God, what else can we talk about? The fact that there was a uh, the first gay kiss in a Star Wars film. Yes. Very, very awesome. Yes. Um, it was very brief and. People are, are complaining about how brief it was and how, like, pushed to the side people felt it was. I'm like, guys, Look, guys. it happened. Just be happy be, with that. Yes, just be happy it's even there. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I am I lost my shit. I was like, holy crap, they're making out. It's so beautiful. <laughs> they're all celebrating. They're all happy. And, like, it's, it's normal. It's the way it should be. Like, it doesn't, you don't need to make a big deal out of it because it should just be accepted as a yes. normal thing. Yes. You know? It's so yeah. People overreacted about it, I think, but mm. I thought it was a really lovely little moment. It was. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah, hopefully we get more, more uh, gay characters mm, in Star Wars definitely. down the yeah. track. Now that the universe is expanding into Disney Plus shows and, yes. and more movies coming as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was excellent. Also, Chewie got his medal in this film. Yeah. Although it was technically Han's medal. Oh, but it was still heartwarming. But it was still... It was so nice. Yeah, that was probably the most obvious fan service, though, of the whole film. Yeah. Um, but it was really, really... I think I I think I fist-pumped when it happened. He deserves he it. He deserves... Exactly. <laughs> 100%. The amount of shit that he had to go through. Oh. Oh, Yeah, geez. yeah. Chewbacca deserves yeah. the world. Um, yeah. What did you think of the... The, horse, uh, the force uh, healing. Force healing. Force healing, yeah. yeah. 
it kind of it kind of reminded me of Castiel or the angel in uh, in Supernatural because that's what he does. He uses his angel power to, to heal. Ah, uh, yeah, um, that's true. To heal wounds and, yeah. and whatnot. And so as soon as I saw that, it just went straight to yeah. Supernatural for mm-hmm. me. I'm like, so you can use the force to heal injuries. Um, that's interesting. This is the first time seeing this yeah. or hearing about it. Yeah. Why didn't they include this in the previous episode? Yeah, I think it was... Um... Or maybe it was the fact that she was just that powerful, that she yeah. could do it, and she was probably the only one that could. Well, I think it's because... Yeah, I think it's because that's how powerful they are. I mean, mm. the, the I think the idea of force healing was kind of introduced subtly in... Or maybe not so subtly, um, in Revenge of the Sith when... Um, Palpatine is talking to Anakin and talking about Darth Plagueis, um, and because he had the ability to, you know, use the midi chlorians to, you know, manipulate life, oh, okay, create life, and, right, right, or and stop death and all of that yeah. stuff. So I think that's kind of this force healing comes from that. And as a side note, for those who watched the Mandalorian, um, the episode that came out, the week Rise of Skywalker came out, featured force healing. Okay, well I haven't seen it, yeah. so I don't know. That's okay. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. And guess who did it? Little baby Yoda. Oh, uh, yay. He did force healing. I, I kind of figured that might have been him. And it was so adorable. <laughs> and I love Everybody him. loves baby Yoda. He's so cute. I was in Zing, hashtag not sponsored, but would love to be. Uh, y- yesterday, yeah. they have like a small, small range of Baby Yoda merchandise, but there was this one enamel pin that really stuck, like spoke to me. I didn't buy it because it was a lot of money and I can't afford it right now, but it's so cute because it was literally Baby Yoda with like, I don't know if you've seen pictures of him like half eating this frog thing with like the legs hanging out of its mouth. Ah, uh, I think I have seen I'll that. I'll show you a photo of yeah. it. Yeah. But basically it's that and then it's, says underneath that snack time <laughs> it was so cute it was so cute a little baby yoda <laughs> baby yoda is life anyway all right um, getting back to this yes <laughs> yes um but the force healing stuff yeah mm. i'm um yeah i'm okay with it i think it yeah. kind of in terms of the story it works and the way they used it and oh yeah no definitely i'm not saying that it was you know it didn't need to be there i just, no no it no. just it just just Gave me a flashback of watching Supernatural. Yeah. that's what happens yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fine. That is fine. There's no discounting yeah. that. Uh, yeah. I just... It was very... It was very cool to see a different aspect of the Force. Mm. One that's only kind of been briefly talked about in terms of the films. I mean, I'm sure it's been dived into a lot deeper in yeah. the other shows and the other comics and, and novels and all yep. the expanded universe stuff. That, Definitely. You know? So... But, uh, yeah. It was... I, I really... I thought it was really cool. Um, all right, I think we should start to wrap up. Yes. I just wanted to talk about the final scene of the film mm-hmm. where uh, we're on Tatooine mm-hmm. and yes. and Ray returns to uh, the Lars homestead um, and has a brief little wander around, you know, the old Skywalker stomping grounds and, and, and then she buries Luke and Leia's uh, lightsabers lightsabers. Kind of reminded me of the moment in Deathly Hallows when Harry splits the Elder One in two and then throws the part, the pieces. Yeah, reminded me of that. Like, this weapon's too powerful. Let's just tuck these away. Yeah. Um, but then I also saw a meme afterwards of, like, the fact that, that Luke Sky, Luke's lightsaber was originally Anakin's, and Anakin hates sand. Nah! <laughs> 
Now, forever, his lightsaber is interred in sand. So Yay, he's buried in sand. He's buried in sand. So <laughs> deal with that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and but then, it was definitely yeah. a really, it was definitely powerful. a really nice, really powerful, nice moment. And then seeing, you know, the Force ghosts of well, yeah, Mayer the, and yeah, Luke. Yeah, that was emotional. Just the mm. fact that she gets asked, like, Ray, Ray, who, you know? And then she looks looks to them as if to say. Yeah. Am I? Can um, I have? I have permission to be to use their be, name. Use their name. Carry on your yeah. legacy, and they just look on, beaming faces. They did a good job with Leia in that scene too. Yeah. Putting her next to uh, Luke. My only kind of thing I I didn't like is just I was like, where's Ben? <laughs> where's Force Ghost Ben? Uh, Should he be with them? Yeah. Ben? I, s- I don't know. I suppose the fact that he wasn't always that good. Maybe that's well, the reason. The, no, I think. Well, I don't know, but maybe. But I don't know how the I don't know how force ghosts work. Well, at the end of the film, I mean, he and Leia both, um, you know, I don't want to say disintegrate, but they, you know, go into the force at the same time. Their bodies disappear. Yeah. So I, yeah, my my brain was kind of like, oh, but they're connected, and he's all redeemed now, and and Ray just lost him potentially the love of her life i don't know that's maybe that's a stretch <laughs> yeah. but yeah maybe that would have been too much maybe that's why they didn't do it maybe mm. it was just it just had to be luke and leia yeah and that's fine yeah because no, it was that's a, fine it was a beautiful moment do you like the fact that she she calls herself a skywalker now yeah yeah um well obviously the if she had have said freaking palpatine oh well, she wasn't she, gonna say palpatine, but yeah no. i was gonna say like yeah. it, like skywalker's a great name to, to take on and but it, it's also a good amount of pressure that's going to be on you if people know that you're a skywalker yeah because then they'll yeah. be expecting you to be this great and jedi and she's powerful but she is powerful so she, maybe it works she's out gotta, for yeah. the best and she's she's basically the the balance like it it's very heavily implied that she's a gray Jedi because her lightsaber is yellow. Yes. Yeah. It was so cool to see that she had her own, her own lightsaber, her own lightsaber yeah. in her own color. Yeah. And in it was, and I've never seen yellow yeah. in lightsabers. I've, I've never seen yellow in the films. I um, don't remember if it was in Clone Wars. I think Ahsoka, or ma- or, I think Ahsoka has yellow. Does she? Or maybe that was in Rebels. No, it might have been in Rebels. Okay. I think I'm remembering it in Rebels. There might have been a yellow lightsaber okay. used. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's still very awesome. Though. But in 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 the actual film itself, seeing a yellow yeah, lightsaber. first time. It's just like, oh. Yeah. It's yeah. so cool. Really, And the fact really that she cool. used, was it she used her own stuff That's, to make... It, it was never revealed the handle. properly, but it looks like, yes, the hilt was made from her yeah, stuff. Which yeah. Which makes so much sense. But it was just never shown whether or not it was a, a double bladed mm. or not. Okay. But um, still very awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's I a really, it. really yeah. good moment, a really good way to, to kind of bring the entire story full circle. We started in Tatooine. Yep. We end in Tatooine. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that maybe just beware we end Yay. this episode of the monthly at Winifred's and our <laughs> Star Wars spoiler discussion yes thank you guys for listening thank you for holding out that till was, now <laughs> yes thank you 
for sticking with us. Yes. Um, I hope you enjoyed all of that discussion because I know I did. Oh, so did um, I. <laughs> yes. And thank you to everyone as well for um, your Bringing responses. Bringing your responses. There were some really fantastic answers and I really appreciate, uh, we both appreciate. Oh, yeah, definitely. Every, every time you guys send answers in, it, it yeah, it <laughs> means a lot to us. So thank you yes. very, very, very much. Very grateful. Very grateful. That yes. was a lot of fun. Um, what's up with Fred, do we want to talk about? Okay. I mean, you've got a you've got a, a little written Fred Watch review. Yes. Yeah, so mentioned the, I mentioned at the beginning that I have a Fred Watch review that's already up um, for all your eyes to see. It is the 35th anniversary of Studio Ghibli's establishment. Woo! Uh, so I decided that this year is going to be Studio Ghibli year, and I'll be reviewing movies uh animated films from the studio ghibli um franchise hell yeah so the first one is my neighbor totoro go check it out yes it's really good (laughs) please give it a read yes give it a read let me know your thoughts on the film as well because i love reading people's thoughts on you know animated films yeah yeah comment comment and and send us your thoughts yes definitely do it um, apart from that, um, I'm looking into getting back into some incompetent gaming. <laughs> Good. So, I was hoping you'd say that. I'm not sure whether it'll be this week, but it might be next week. Okay. So we'll see how I go. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it in, like, I, I'm not sure if it was in this podcast or maybe in previous, uh, a podcast called Fred, um, episodes, that I will be hopefully getting in some console gaming this time. Yes. Which is what I really love yes. to do. Super I, exciting. Video gaming on uh, on consoles is my jam. I love it. Woo. Um, especially on the Nintendo because that's what I grew up on. Hell yeah. <laughs> 64? No, the Super, NES. The, the NES, the original. The original NES. Oh, the OG. Yeah. Right. My dad was a, like, loved to do like loved video gaming as well oh really and so when he bought the NES mm. it wasn't just for us it was for him too <laughs> oh that's great was he is he a big Mario fan well yeah back then he yeah. was he was really into Duck Hunt oh cool because when we got the NES we got the Duck Hunt gun as well oh, the, wow. con- the gun controller yeah which was a lot of fun because there were so many ways you could cheat on that game <laughs> just go straight up to the screen and just go bang <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, that's great. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System was my original Nintendo that's gaming cool. uh, that I grew up on. Absolutely classic. Um, but now I am on the Nintendo Switch. Yes. Um, so I will be playing some games that I haven't started playing yet because mm-hmm. I want to do a incompetent gamer for it. Woo! Uh, so hopefully we can. I'll be able to do that um, next week. I have my game capture device. I've just got to set it up now. Awesome. And then it's ready to go. I look forward to that. Yeah. That's exciting. Apart from that, not much else going on with me. I've got no. a lot of other uh, hockey games to get to. Um Coming up into finals week, which will be next month. Uh, so not long to go. Don't have many more games left three to P, play. Three P, three P, three P. <laughs> It'd be awesome if I could win a third. Yeah, it would be amazing. A third championship. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Fingers crossed. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're sitting second on the ladder at the moment. 
So hopefully we will be doing extra well uh, in the yes. finals. Yes, good, great. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I've got a lot of other social events that I'll be going to. Uh, yes. I've got a friend's uh, bridal shower and hen's night. I've Ooh. never been to a hen's night, so this will be interesting. Oh. <laughs> Brace yourself. Well, she's younger than me, so this is going to be interesting. Okay. <laughs> I may not be out partying all night like they will be. <laughs> not with that attitude. Or maybe, maybe I will be there. Who knows? <laughs> as long as you have a good time. Yes, that's yes. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Um... Uh, a one Philip Hunting will be having his uh, birthday this month as well. Yes. Um, and I think he's doing like a gaming night. He is. Well, he's doing. Uh, yeah, during the day he's going to be having a uh, appropriately uh, Star Wars themed kind of D and D. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Uh, which would be really fun. And then at at night he's having a, a shindig. Yeah. Some, some more games and and drinks and yep. nibblies and yeah. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, coming up in a couple weeks. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's pretty much me, me for, for the rest yeah, of the month. You got a few extra social <laughs> stuff that I'm going to be doing. Yeah. Um, like other birthdays and stuff like that. Uh, but apart from that, that's pretty much it. How about you, Kendall? Me for the month. I yeah will be just I don't know back to work, catching up with people, uh, watching the Oscars next yeah. Monday <laughs> with Christina. I'm excited for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, what else am I going to be doing? I feel like there's other stuff happening, but I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit sleepy now. Collectible so. chaos but, yes. from last month is out. There is that. I was getting to that for you <laughs> again. I thought that was the one thing you didn't like. It was like the thing that you wanted to remember. But no, couldn't. no, no. I could never forget. I could never forget collectible chaos. Never. How, ah, it's so good. How could you forget that? No. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. So yeah, please go check out my video and podcast. Yes. Now. Collectible Chaos Cast is up on you know the iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, etc. Yep. Oh, uh, sorry, Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. Got to remember that. <laughs> uh, and yeah, the video form is on on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So give it a watch. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know what your top movies of last year were. Yeah, that'd um, be really cool too. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> What's your number one yeah. 2019 film? Yeah. What is it? <laughs> Let us know. Yes. Please. Um, and yeah, check the, those out. Um, yeah. And then if anyone missed uh, the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover finish, so I was able to finish my uh, non-scripted rambling series yes. on that. And that was a lot of fun. That was an epic crossover and a half, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I watched them all like... Yeah, pretty much back to back. Yeah, that's because incredible. I I managed to because I managed to miss them all when they actually released. So I had to wait until after I finished working the tennis. Yes. to watch it all. Yes, and now I have. Okay, and now I'm just like, Wah. yeah, it's a lot, <laughs> but it's a amazing. lot of emotions. <laughs> a lot of emotions. A lot of emotions. Yes, um, the good place ended. Yeah, that as well. That was a very big emotional <sighs> episode. Uh, yep. I don't no want to more. talk about it. No more. I feel like I'm going to be triggered every time I go to the beach now. <laughs> yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah. Me too. I'm not going to spoil that. Uh, Those who have seen the show, they will understand. Yep. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so check out Non-Scripted Ramblings. Check out Collectible Chaos. Yep. Um, I might even be on, uh, as will you, Fulia, uh, upcoming episodes of the Fred Watch Review Podcast. Yes. With the boys, Wayne and Phil. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's exciting. That's going to gonna be cool. To. Yes. Yep. Very, very cool. We'll be recording some more 
uh, Collectible Chaos later on this month. Yes, we will. So stay tuned for that. Yep. Um, and I think that might be about it. Yeah. I can't, I can't think what else is going on in my February. Um, hopefully it's a good one. Yes, we're hoping it's going to be a lovey-dovey one. Yes, well, we get an extra day. I'll lovey-dovey one. Please. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's all right. I'm spending. I've got Galentine. Right. I'm doing Galentine's, Good. so it's fine. Do Galentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. I will. I will do Sad Valentine's Day because I'm <laughs> alone. No. <laughs> uh, uh, that's all right. I'll be your Galentine. No, it's fine. <laughs> Thank you. We'll be Galentine's. Yay. It'll be fine. <laughs> it's okay. I've got a lot of. Uh, celebrity man crushes that I can just ogle over at the moment. So, cause all my man's, all my man's are doing things and I'm, yep. I'm super keen. Yep. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I think it's time to go. All Yay! right. Cool. So, uh, that was a, a wrap, wrap on, on this, this monthly. monthly. Oh my God. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us in our SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, www.fredthealienproductions.com and follow the link to our Red Bubble where you can get apparel, wall decor, wall decor, <laughs> <laughs> wall art, home decor, wow. <laughs> well, you know, you need decor for the walls. Wall decor and home art. <laughs> Bags and stationery with our own uni Fred the Alien designs by our talented team, Unibums, Incompetent Gamers, our live stage shows and more. That was a Fulio. That was a Kendall. And you, you just, just experienced the monthly, monthly at Winifred's. Winifred's. Woo! Uh, yeah, first episode of 2020 in the books. Well done. Well done. Well, well done, done, everybody. Well done, everybody. Thank you again for all your responses. Thank you for everyone that's listened. Yes. We appreciate you. We love you so much. We love you so much. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for stopping by. Um, and we'll see you next month. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.